I'm listening. What do you require? Hello, and welcome to Control-Alt-Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. I am a Prillian, currently of the Bellgun server and Earthen Ring, and Lethon, and it is Sunday, April 29th, 2007. This is episode 21, What a Week. I want to start off by saying thank you for listening. I know I have a small but very loyal following, and one day it'll be a little bit bigger. But I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I enjoy it so much, so it doesn't, the numbers aren't as important as that I am enjoying myself. Uh, I want to first start out with how you can reach me. You can send me email at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. You can visit my website at controlaltwow dot com. You can leave reviews on iTunes by doing a search. If you do a search for WOW, I actually show up. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I hope that can continue. I currently have six reviews, and I haven't gotten any new reviews in the last few weeks, but it would be nice if I could get some. You can also dig me on digdigg.com. They have a section on podcasts, which is fairly good. And you can find me on uh, Alea Iacta Est. I'm a Prillian. I also have uh, several other alts on that uh, in that guild. And this week I decided to create a second guild just for my alts. It's called We Are Here to Serve. And all my bankers, bank alts. And my AH alts are in that guild. I think I've mentioned that in the past, that it is a good thing to, if you have lots of alts, to create a secondary guild just for them, because it's a good way to organize them and to keep in touch with them. When someone is in your guild and you go to send them mail, and you type in a few letters of their names, it will pop up. That will help you from sending mail to somebody you didn't mean to send. And uh, you can... Just do other things that make it a little bit easier. It also helps you organize on RPG Outfitter, which I've recommended at RPGoutfitter.com. If you're looking for a recipe and you're in the same guild and you're looking for supplies, it's easier to find them if you're in the same guild. You can also find them fairly easier if you're in the same account, which I don't know if I mentioned about RPG Outfitter that... If you have several different accounts, as I do, I have I currently have three World of Warcraft accounts, you can upload your files using the same screen name, and that way all your alts are centralized, and this is really important because you don't want to have to log into a bunch of different accounts, and you won't be able to see everything. And this week, I have used RPG so many times to try to find out who had what. Trishel, who is my level 45 hunter, has been leveling up. Uh, jewel crafting and she needed some aquamarine to make some really cool rings and I didn't couldn't figure out who had aquamarine I knew I had a bunch somewhere and bam I click on the recipe in RPG Outfitter and it brings up everybody that has aquamarine 
And oh, the same thing with Adrian. He is leveling up leather working, and he needed some light leather. And he was able to find, or I was able to find out exactly where my light leather was using RPG Outfitter. So, obviously, I recommend it. Now, I want to talk about my week. And I had a glorious, wonderful week. As I've mentioned before, my husband's very indulgent of my playing, and I don't like to do anything that would make him aggro. <laughs> For instance, I haven't been doing instances because sometimes he needs you know, to talk or he wants to show me something. And I don't want to feel like I can't walk away from the computer, which is another reason why I dual box. When I'm doing things with myself, I can easily pull my character to a safe my characters to a safe spot, and then proceed to uh, interact with my husband when I need to. But this week I wanted to do some Arathi Basin because it was Arathi Basin's week weekend, a holiday weekend, and uh, this generally means that if you go into Arathi Basin, you get double honor points. And I haven't really been paying attention to this honor system or the PvP thing, and I recently decided that I want to go and try this, I want to do PvP, and it's been so much fun. So I had told my husband that I'm going to go into Arathi Basin. I did this yesterday, and I also went on vent, which is something that I have been choosing not to do because I, I thought it would increase the discomfort of my husband because uh, our computers are in the living room, and so is the TV, and so are our cute little doggies, and I didn't want to make them have to be too quiet, but... I decided I want to go into Vent. I want to go in Arathi Basin. I'd been in Arathi Basin a couple of times uh, without Vent, but when you are able to hear other people and actually respond and know where stuff is going on, it makes it so much easier. Now, for those of you who do not know what I mean when I say Vent, the there are it's a uh, Ventrilo servers, which is a lot like Teamspeak. Or um, it's similar to Skype. It's what it is: is you get into a conference call, technically, online with other people. And Alea Iacta actually has a vent server, and they have separate channels. So the people that were in Arathi Basin were able to go on another channel and able to keep in touch. And I went in with, um, and I know I'm gonna get his name wrong, so I'm going to try to look it up. His name is Heffen. Yeah, I better go look it up. I'll be right back. Okay, his name is Hefeweissen. H-E-I-F-E-W-E-I-S-S-E-N. And uh, Bobo Shanti was in there as well, and advanced, advised. <laughs> and it was absolutely awesome. We were able to keep in touch and know when to move from one space to the other. They gave me advice as where to hang out. Uh, we were protecting mainly the farm, the blacksmith, and the lumber mill. And again, for those of you who don't know about Arathi Basin, it's you, it's different from Warsaw Gulch, which is basically capture the flag. Uh, but Arathi Basin actually has a quest where you are given the task of 
assaulting each uh, building in the whole Arathi Basin. I believe there's the lumber yard, the, I mean the lumber mill, the farm, the blacksmith, the um, And again, roleplay, RPG Outfitter saved the day. I was able to go into RPG Outfitter, pick out Trishel, who had the quest, and link to it in Thoughtbox, which makes it a lot easier. Of course, I could have just gone to Thoughtbox. And then also in some instances, and I guess I haven't uploaded the file completely for uh, Trishel or that uh, account, it would have actually told me what she actually has completed in that particular quest. But it's you have to salt the mine, the lumber mill, the blacksmith, and the farm. That's part of the quest. But part, but the fight part against the alliance is that you have to hold um, three bases for a certain amount of time, and it is absolutely so much fun because what you do is you go in and you click on a, you get to a, one of these spots and you click on a flag, and as soon as at the few minute uh, minute or two, the timer cools down, then the flag belongs to your side, and it turns red for horde, and this nice light beats up in the air, and then you have to beat off all the attackers that come along f until to, that keep you from keep them from being able to do the same thing, and there's a lot of intricacies. Usually, there's a lot of what's called twinks, but uh, you know, there's nothing you can do about twinks, which for those of you who don't know, <laughs> sorry I keep saying that, but a twink is a person who is totally outfitted, usually, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, if you're level 70 and you've gone through all these things, and it's fun to start over again and use your goal to outfit a new character, I mean, Lord knows I've done this with several of my characters, but not the point of twinked out. Usually the really twink, twinked, twink, <laughs> say that three, thousand, uh, three times real fast, the really twinked twink has a lot of blues on them, which means that they went to auction house and paid a lot of money to get the top quality gear. And just really for PvP. Also the top twink, the twink twink is usually a, uh, an ends in a nine meaning that they have the top mana and the top health and the top uh, spells or whatever for that particular range. For instance, there's the 10 to 19. Well, I wouldn't go into Arathi Basin or Warsong Gulch at anything below 18 because you're going to die really fast, especially 10, even though it says 10 to 19. And the same thing from 20 to 29, 30 to 39, 40 to 49, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> and I went in with Trishel, who was 45, and it was pretty tough. There was a lot of twinks who took her out. But she started to learn, and she's a hunter, and she had a, her pet who's a cat with prowl. I think he's a panther. He's got prowl, which is so cool because he can sneak up on people and they don't even know he's there. Um, 
and so you're just going back and forth. It's crazy. You you're you're at the farm, and then somebody says, "Oh, come on, we need help at the blacksmith." You run over to the blacksmith, and there's some rogue hitting at the farm. Technically, the best way is to leave somebody at one of the points, but it becomes kind of a delicate balance. And this, as you hold something, you get so many points, and as the uh, game proceeds, you get more and more points. And then whenever who's held the base with the number of points gets to 2,000, then you are declared the winner. And I'm going to put some screenshots in my show notes. We won a couple of uh, really good fights. And it's exciting even if you don't win. And if you don't win, you still get one honor point. And if you do win, you get three. And because it was a Rathy Basin's holiday weekend, they you get double. So you get six for every time you win and two for every time you lose. And actually, just sitting here talking about it makes me want to get in there and uh, play. But I wanted to do my podcast. So I managed to get several different alts into a Rathi Basin. Uh, I got Aprilian, who's a level 24, I believe she is at this point. No, she's still a level 23 warlock. Now, a warlock is kind of an interesting thing to have in PvP. I much rather have my hunter in there. And uh, but, you know, I don't have a level Well, I have a level 21 hunter, Ardrion, but Aprilian is sort of my main on uh in that level range. And I think I'm going to try to get Ardrion later. He has the Ravager, and I would love to see what the, how the Ravager works in PvP. Okay, now I wanted to talk about a typical day for me. I wanted to kind of immerse people or get people to understand what it's like for playing WoW with multiple alts. My typical day starts at 6 a.m. I don't have to really get up until 8 a.m. because I don't need to be to work till 10, I mean till 9, and it doesn't take me that long to get to work. But my husband gets up earlier, and so I get up and set up the coffee, make coffee for him, and I get on. And I check my auction house. I have a level 1300 hunter in Exodore. And I check to see what dragon hawklings, prairie dogs, and cockroaches have sold overnight. And then if there's anything that needs to be restocked or reposted, or re, you know, I keep one item at a time in the auction house because I think that encourages people to buy more. If you put multiple items, I'll think, oh, there's plenty of those. I can always get that, but if there's only one, they'll think, oh, I need to get that because there's only one. At least that's my theory. And I think it's been working pretty well because usually when I get on, they've sold. Then I check on Awari because I leave Awari in um, Alterac Mountain and I log into her. And I check to see if there's any ore available, and she kills some ogres, and she gets some ore. 
and then oh and I usually shout out to my guild and usually uh, my the Australian members of our guild Alea Iacta S are on so I might talk to Asheo and uh, Callisynth and a few other people and then I'll log off of Iwari and oh if I need some more uh, dragon hawk <coughs> hatchlings or anything then I will uh, send money from Traxar, the Exodor hunter, the Draenei in Exodor, and send it over to whatever, who is my Draenei in Booty Bay. And then she will buy something from from Gruzilla, who's my level 5 warlock in Booty Bay. Usually um, something simple like a refreshed water or something for a like five or six gold or whatever Trexar has sent her. And of course, unfortunately, the auction house gets their cut, but there's usually enough money left over for her to, for Grusilla to send to Jajil, Jajal, who is my blood elf who just hangs out in Fairbreeze Village just so that sh he can buy hawkling hatchlings and send them back to Gruzilla. So then I go ahead and I'll bring out Aprilian and Ardrion or I'll bring out Trishel. And if I have Trishel on, she's usually doing stuff on her own. She's been in the Badlands. Oh, but she has been working with Awari too because Trishel is my... Trishel is my... Uh, jewel crafter and she is and Awari is the miner so she's been passing on her mining things including mithril which then Trishel can prospect and then by this time and my husband's gone off to work and I can play a little bit more I have like, I have like two hours before I have to actually start doing something to get ready for work. And during that time, the hours up that the mail from Jajal has gotten to Gruzilla, and then I can transfer things in Booty Bay. And of course, you know that Booty Bay is the neutral auction house, so that I put something up for a small amount of money. I, you know, I don't want to... I might put it up for 20 silver. Well, I don't want to go through all of... Uh, whatever's cash, but at the same time, I do want to transfer some money from whatever to Gruzilla because then Gruzilla will have money to send back to Jajal. And then when what I've been doing is when Trexar gets over a hundred, I like to keep him with a hundred gold. I know this is really small money because I know some people have thousands in gold especially when they get to upper level but this works out very well for for me and for my alts and for my gameplay because it, it ends up being just enough money that I can fund supplies or fund training that I need without uh, having to suffer doing uh, too much running around So if I've timed everything right, before I have to actually shut down to get ready to go to work between 8 and 8.05, I'm able to transfer 
send everything back to to trucks or from whatever after I've done the transferring and which is very tedious and it's almost scary sometimes because I put it up Grizella takes the dragon hawkling and posts it on the neutral auction house for 20 silver 15 to t 15 bid 20 silver whatever for two hours then I have whatever sitting there with the auction house screen open and Hawk already done as a search then the minute that uh, Grusilla hits post auction then whatever hits search and then she clicks on it and she bids on it now I suppose the proper thing and I could easily do that is just to set it at the regular rate because I know it kinda skews the uh, neutral auction house but sometimes I don't have the money yet and I don't know just makes more sense to send it at a lower rate and then when I need a big chunk of money it's all sent at once it's just one of those idiosyncrasies that <laughs> happens for no reason okay so then I close up I shut down I log off say goodbye to Shoyo and everybody on the guild and then when I get to work the first thing I take my laptop with me which is a MacBook Pro and I plug it in at work and in the break room which I have dial-up and it's amazing you can play World of Warcraft on dial-up you just can't do patches in fact a couple of times when I've had to do patches I've run over to the mall and uh, actually put my laptop on the counter in uh, the Apple store and use their Wi-Fi to do the patch <laughs> but uh, anyway so I'm s I set up the I set up the MacBook with the dial-up. I use Earthlink, which is pretty cool. Works out fine. I also um, have a net cam on my dogs, so I start that up so I can watch my dogs. And I have this really cool program called Daydreamer, which allows me to see my dogs. You know, it pulls in the picture from the net cam that's uploading in my dog's room, or the guest room. Uh, they're in a pen and it's enough room for them to move around and play. They're small dogs, they're chihuahuas. And uh, th this program called Daydreamer, which hasn't been updated recently, but uh, it's pretty cool. What it does is it actually pulls the picture at a set intervals, which I've set it for every 30 seconds, and then it makes a movie. So it's like this really cool time-released thing. So anyways, I initiate that, and then I log in, and again, I check the auction house, and I check Awari to see how she's doing with uh, if there's any ore around. What's really neat is I love when I pop in on Awari, and then, and she's in Crush Bridge Hole, and there's like an alliance person fighting some ogre, and I um, sneak up behind them or around them and start stealing the ore. That's my mission to keep the ore out of Alliance's hand in Crush Bridge Hold. And I'm doing an excellent job on that. And then I'll log off and go to work. And then during the rest of the day, when other people would have been doing smoke breaks, I go into the break room and I log in. And I can do little things. Uh, I can't, of course I can't dual box or run two characters, but I can 
complete some quests. I, I'll get on Iwari. I'll get on um, the Draenei in Exodor. And I'll also get on a couple of other people like Aprilian. And uh, either check on supplies or check on... Uh, and as I mentioned in my last podcast, I have Trishel in the Badlands skinning which is going to come in great because Adrian is moving up on his um, leather working skills and that heavy leather and medium le- well the medium leather's already come in handy because uh, Adrian has gotten up to 125 and now he's making medium leather stuff and and hopefully Trishel will get a a uh, whelpling pet and that would be nice but anyways, so then I uh, do this on my break, and then a couple of times, you know, it's enough to post some more dragon hatchlings or get some ore, and then I uh, go back to work, and then at lunchtime I can get on and do actually some nice questing can't go into the basin or join any instances or anything but I can get some things done and then I uh, you know pack up and go home and once I get home I take the boys my dogs for a walk and then I uh, make coffee for my husband and me we have coffee when we get home yes I drink a lot of coffee and then I get on and I check all my alts, and then I set up the, the MacBook onto the KVM switch, and then I can run a quest with Aprilian and Adrian together, or, actually I did some stuff this week with uh, Trishel and Iwari. Um, we went to Badlands and did the Cougar, no, not the Cougar, which one is the Jawbones? The Coyote Jawbone thing, yeah, uh, where you have to get 30 Coyotes. And, of course, uh, Trishel is at 44, and um, Iwari was at 40, but uh, hanging out with Trishel, she actually dinged to 41, so that was good. And, you know, I do stuff for the rest of the night that way, and sometimes I play for two or three hours. And then we have dinner, between that, during that period we have dinner, but I stop and have dinner, and then I get on a little bit more before I go to bed. And I hope you enjoyed that little rendition of my day. Uh, the weekends, of course, is different. I get up around 8 o'clock on the weekends. And the first thing I do, and we should all do, is you know take my bath, brush my teeth, wash my face. It's so easy to get up and just get on to the game and forget about your little personal hygiene. And for those of you that live alone, you probably do that <laughs> without thinking. And it's no big deal, but I do have to be at least presentable because I do have a husband to indulge me, or endure me, rather. So anyways, enough about my daily life. I thought it would be more interesting than it was, but it's fun, and the biggest thing is I'm enjoying myself. When uh, on Vint the other day, someone... I mentioned that I had three accounts, and somebody said, oh, well, you know, it's all fine and good, but what about that $45 a month? And 
I don't know. I just, I don't want to sound pompous here, or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not pompous, but I'm not rich, <laughs> but I do work every day, and I can remember in my youth, which doesn't go back too far, because I'm not that old, that for entertainment, $45 was one night out. If I went out with some friends and we went to a club, uh, there was, what, a $10 entry fee? Then the drinks were like 6 or $7 a piece. And if you met somebody interesting or you brought a round of drinks, or afterwards they wanted to go to some place to, to munch out with, that's another 5 or 10 bucks. And of course there was always that buddy who was so funny and uh, friendly and adorable, but just didn't have any cash, so you had to, like, plunk down some extra money for that person. Easily $45 a, a night. Of course, I don't party anymore. I don't, uh, I don't drink anymore. Hmm. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And as far as not to preach it about the joys of uh, World of Warcraft. It is another form of entertainment. It is an interactive form of entertainment. And with, although I'm not at a bar dancing or drinking or cruising, I am interacting and I am very much socializing. Um, the Arathi Basin part was, was obvious. Uh, I spent some time on Guild Chat talking to different people. I uh, get PSTs for uh, asking for certain objects, and then I'm running around trying to find stuff and put together a bloody, a deadly bolt blunder gas or something else for somebody. And it is very much interactive entertainment. So the $45, which actually I think I pay quarterly, so I pay the $42.97 something weird like that a month for each account so it's not bad and it's it's very much worth what I uh, get out of it okay so now I think I've talked enough and rambled enough that it is time to go to email did get a couple of emails this week and I really love that so if you're out there and you want to talk to me or talk back to me instead of having me just talk to myself please email me at controlaltwow at gmail.com that's c-t-r-l-a-l-t-w-o-w at gmail.com and I will read every email online and after I read it I usually respond because I don't know what I'm going to say about it until I get online until I get um until I'm doing the podcast so that's when I respond and uh, I got one from Griffsnog of the Frost Wolf Clan I didn't know I don't know what server he's on but he just said that he loved my podcast and that he says it's fun to hear about the many members of my war party, party, which I love that. That's what I'm going to start calling my group of alts, my war party. 
are like a war a war party that's supporting all my other alts. Sorry, that is Jasper who's trying to make himself known. Jasper, stop. No barking. Mommy said no barking. Sorry, I'm going to pause this. Sorry about that. You can't control everything when you're podcasting. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that, not fortunate, but my husband had a meeting today. It's Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And so it gave me the opportunity to podcast, and I can actually podcast at my desk. Usually I take my laptop and move it into the guest room and podcast in there. But then I'm stuck with just one computer, and <laughs> it's very hard for me to function with just one computer. It's just a multitasking thing. And it, oh, by the way, I wanted to add this at the beginning of the show and I forgot. I know last week I said I was going to do something on dual boxing, but I didn't have enough time to, I didn't prepare for it. And I got some other stuff that I wanted to work on, including trying some macros, because I didn't want to put any macros in the show notes that I hadn't actually tried myself. So I'm going to try the macros and we'll see how that works out. And then next week, and uh, it's going to be on dual boxing. And I want to thank and shout out to Xenon, who gave me some more ideas about uh, dual boxing and some more ideas that we're going to discuss. Sorry, if you have dogs, they're really great as... uh, protection and to alert you to sounds and stuff but they also make noise sometimes when they don't need to okay my other email came from my 12 year old listener from last week and I have to shout out to her that I'm really enjoying her emails and she said that uh, she was glad to hear my response but she also asked me another question and she said she started her first Blood Elf alt, and she's a hunter, and she was wondering if I'd seen any cool-looking look- beasts in the Blood Elf areas that would make an ace pet. Well, if you're Blood Elf, your first, to me, your first pet should be the Dragon Hawkling. I think it's called the ja- the Craze Dragon Hawk. They're great. They give a, they have DOTs right out the gate. You can get one at level 7, I think, uh, up to level... I don't think I've seen one past level 9 or 10. So when you first start out, you want to get this pet, and you want to keep it in your stable. You want to keep it leveled. You're going to go on and change pets. You want to get another pet. That's all part of being a hunter. But you want to keep that one level because the dragon hawks can only be get gotten from level 12. And then after that, you can't get another one until level 60, or I think maybe 58. But So if you want that skill of the dragon hawk then get one keep it in your stable keep it leveled up and it will be a great fighter and it eats anything it eats meat it eats I think it eats fruit it eats um, just about everything it's a great great pet okay I'm looking on and if you haven't been there you should go to pettopia.net I think it's pettopia dot brash endeavors dot net I'll put a link to that in the show notes it's one of the best sites I've ever seen about pets and they talk about the the crazed dragon hawk obviously it's level seven to five and there's a seven to eight I'm sorry and there's also a feral dragon hatch hawk hatchling hmm 
five to six. I don't think I've seen these, but they both have fire breath, and they're both casters. They do the DOT, and then after that, you can't you can't get another one until level sixty-seven. And they do eat fish, fruit, raw meat, and raw fish, and meat. So you can't beat that, especially as a starter pet. Now, for me, I love the dragon hawk, and of course, you're gonna want to get that and get some others but for the other pet that I really love is the Ravager. Now the Ravagers are the new drain eye pet and they're very similar with the range as the Dragon Hawk. You can get one 9 to 10 on Azure Mist Isle and you can get 16 to 17 on Blood Mist Isle and these guys eat uh meat and raw meat but i can tell you they're very they're ravaged <laughs> so uh the first thing is you're going to have to when you go to get one you're going to need a lot of meat and when you get one you're going to need to go into drain eye territory and you're going to have to do that i think i mentioned this on a previous episode i'll put in the, a link in the show note to the exact episode but you're going to have to find somebody to go with you out to um, Azermist. You're going to try to go up by, uh, what's that, Aberdeen. You're going to have to swim up the coast from Ashenvale. And the way I did it, and I s- described it in that podcast, is to die under the boat at the end of Long Wash. Then run back through Aberdeen onto the pier and then get on the boat when it comes in and then res as the boat's taken off and then hop in the water once before you get to the uh get to the um the dock for uh as Azure, mist isle which is where exodor is and you can jump off and they're located on Azure mist isle 9 to 10 now i didn't know this until recently that they there were the 9 to 10 ones. The only ones I had known about were the 16 to 17. And I guess my hunter at that time that was going for it, who was Adrian, was 17, no, was 20, or 19. And so he wanted a level 17. He didn't want the 9 to 10. But it was kind of tricky. I had to have a hunter who had freeze trap and Adrian didn't have it at the time. So if you're going to do this, you can make it a project with uh, someone else. And if you have a a hunter who can do the freeze trap, uh, that works out really well. I was actually going over there with someone else who wanted to try to get a night elf bandit mask. And I had her help me summon a hunter who did the freeze trap and was able to get it. You have to have the freeze trap because they have gore and gore breaks the training cycle. So you're sitting there doing the you know, soothing thing with the hearts and all of a sudden he does gore. You fall on your butt and you have to start over again or you probably end up killing the ravager. But uh, actually I'm looking at the 9 to 10 ravager on the Petopia site and it's a cute little red thing. Um, Adrian ended up getting the enraged ravager, which is green, which is still cute, but I like the red one better. Maybe my next hunter will get the red one. And there's also the uh, death ravager, which is a level 10 quest spawn. Oh. 
has issues and is slated to become untamable in patch 2.1. I think we're on patch 2.1. Never mind then. So, anyways, um, you know, if you want to do that, you have to get out there and get it, and it's really a lot of fun. Uh, I was thinking that that Death Ravager, that's the quest one, was a lot like Ikii, which means that somebody has to summon it, which probably wouldn't work well on a PvP server. So anyways, that's my suggestion to you. Get stick with the Dragon Hawk for a while or get one and put it definitely put it in your stable. And otherwise, you could try the Ravager, which is my favorite, and uh take a look at Petopia, which will tell you um uh, any other uh pets that might interest you. It's all about how you want to fight. Uh, I love fighting with the Ravager, but I have to keep lots of meat on handy because when I first got him, uh, Aldrian was feeding him, it seemed like every five minutes, the little bugger was hungry. But uh, he's a good fighter, and uh, today I'm going to find out how he does in PvP. Since I mentioned Petopia, I want to mention another pet site, but this is a little bit different spin. It's called WarcraftPets.com, and it's a database for non-combatant pets. And it's uh, really interesting because it'll show you all the pets, including the one that you can get through uh, the TCG, um, the trading card game, which I've been trying to get something <laughs> that way. But uh, right now it's more like playing uh, a slot machine because I go past Newberry Comics and run in and get a four, flop down $4.27 for a stack of cards and there's no loot card in it. So needless to say I have a bunch of cards and I don't even play the game <laughs> which I probably should um, look into maybe uh, putting them up on eBay or something because I'm sure there's probably some cards because the, the game is really good and there's some cards that although they're not loot cards they could still be very valuable cards. So anyways check out work craftpets.com and uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Also, the other interesting thing that uh, I found out on the uh, World of Warcraft site is that uh, Children's Week is coming up in May, so keep an eye out on that. It's, I uh, almost missed it last year, and I really want to do it this year because it, you did get some nice rewards. Pets, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, it involves going into Ogrimmar if you're a horde and Stormwind if you're Alliance and uh, adopting a kid and running around with her or him. It's an orc kid. It's kind of hard to tell which one it is. And um, having it ask you to take it to different places. Last time I tried it, the uh, one thing it had to do was go see um, a guy in Thunderbluff. And that was kind of buggy, and it didn't work out well. So hopefully this one will be, this year won't be, I couldn't get the, um, go, the, I didn't get the question mark. And so I couldn't complete that part of the quest. There's a few other things, like get it ice cream, which you can only get in shimmering flats. <laughs> you can make a little money if you uh, go down into that ice cream cellar and put some of the cones on the AH. Okay, so this brings me to my closing thoughts. 
first of all, I was uh, just listening to some of my some of the what I've already recorded, and I've noticed that the creaking of the chair has slipped in. I've been trying to sleep, sit very quietly, and not let the chair creak. This new headset that I got, which is excellent, it's a Logitech USB headset, and it's working out fine. Except it does seem to pick up more of what than what the other mic did. So I apologize for the chair creaking. I would like to hear from you to know how you like the new headset and the quality of the sound, if it's an improvement or not. And as always, you can reach me at controlaltwow at gmail.com. I had one more tip before I wanted to sign off. I was uh, online with some guild members. I was online and I got uh, a PST from a guild member who wanted to know what my level was where I was I think they had uh, a quest in mind and uh, <laughs> I said to them you know I told them my level I'm level 24 and I'm in Camp T in the Barrens and you're level so and so and you're in Ashenvale and they said how did you know that well you can shift click on anyone's name in um, either in the uh, chat list or in the guild list, or if you do a who and the person's name, and they are the only person of that name, uh, without uh, you know, without reference anyone else. For instance, April and Aprilian will bring up everybody named April and Aprilian, or any derivative of that. But if I do who slash who Aprilian, I'm going to get Aprilian her name, where she's located in her guild, and. Uh, this is something that's very obvious for some people, but others that are new, maybe you didn't, you might not know that. So I'm letting you know. You can shift click on a person's name, and it will bring you text in the chat that uh, shows you where they are, what their level is, whether they're what their class is, and where they're located. And I want to thank you again for listening. I'm Aprilian. And this has been Control-Alt-Wow.